0: Hello and welcome to the Madras Bala podcast, where I bring you interesting stories of this land. At a time when Hindi cinema is full of biopics and historicals, one also wonders how many of them are really well-made and well-researched. Well, back in the 1980s, Indian television had some wonderful historical productions. It helped that some of the greatest minds of cinema had forayed into television, while the productions of Ramanand Sagar and B.R. Chopra, that's Ramayan and Mahabharat, were breaking through the roof of popularity. Many other filmmakers were also venturing into various historical projects. So you had B.R. Chopra himself coming out with Bahadur Shah Zafar, Gulzar with Mirza Ghalib, Chandra Prakash Divedi with Chanakya, and Sanjay Khan bringing out his grand historical Tipu Sultan. But there was one production that can clearly be called the magnum opus of historicals on Indian television, and that was Sham Benegal's Bharat E bharat e was based on Pandit Jawaharlal Nehru's discovery of India. Between 1942 and 1946, Nehru was imprisoned at the Ahmednagar Fort. And it was during this time that he began turning the pages of history. And the result was the grand work called Discovery of India, which was published in 1946. It takes us through the lanes of Indian history, but from the point of view of Nehru himself right from the indus valley civilization to the time of the british raj sham benegal compressed the civilizational glory culture and history of india in 53 episodes and brought it out in the form of his mega production bharat ek khoj <laughs> There were two main streams of narrative in Sham Binnigal's Bharatiya Koj. One was by Nehru himself, and this role was essayed by Roshan Seth, who had previously played the role of Nehru in Richard Attenborough's 1983 blockbuster, Gandhi. In the beginning of every episode, Roshan Seth, in the form of Nehru, would introduce the viewer to the story, and by the end of every episode, he would wrap it up. Since people had already seen Roshan Seth in this role, he had become extremely popular as Nehru among the masses and could easily slip into the character. Kalidas, Sanskrit ke Mahan Kavi aur Natakar manne jate hain. Halanke hamare pas unke Jeevan kal ke bare mein thos jankari nahin hai. Munkin hai ki wo chauthi sadhi Esvi mein Ujjaini mein rehte te Chandragupta Vikramaditya Dwitya ke raja mein. Das If Roshan Sid provided the narrative from the point of view of Nehru, Sham Benigal felt that a contemporary narrative was also required because the serial was being made over forty years after Nehru had written Discovery of India. And for this reason, he incorporated the voiceover of Om Puri, which provided a contemporary take on history as seen by historians of the day. Madurai Shaher Ke Khak Hojane Ke Kanagi Chera Rajke Pahadi Jungulo Me Bhatakti Huiponchi Waha Kesides Hade Logone Use Devi Samajkar Uski Aradhna Ke Ekvin Chera Rajke Raja Sengutuvan or Uski Rani Ko about Ke Raja ne Karnagi Devi ke liye ek ka kiya. Aur Rajkumar Ilango Adigal ne ki par ek kiya. In the 1980s, the government of India was very keen that Dur Darshan be used as a vehicle to acquaint people with their civilizational roots. And for this very reason, they were keen that television productions of Ramayan and Mahabharat be made. Ramanan Sagar and Bihar Chopra had already chosen these two epics and Shyam Benegal was wondering what else can introduce people to their civilizational roots. In his childhood, Shyam Benegal had been gifted a copy of the discovery of India during one of his birthdays and it had a deep impact on him. He had read it several times in his life and he thought this can be a very good way of introducing people to their history, civilization and their culture and thus Shyam Benegal sent his proposal to make discovery of India to Doordarshan. There was one more reason. The year 1988-89 also marked the centenary year of Pandit Jawaharlal Nehru, and Doordarshan felt this will be a perfect tribute to India's first prime minister. The team spent over three and a half years on research alone during this period, Shyam Benegal sent his team to Delhi, where they spent several days, weeks and months together at the National Museum and the Archaeological Survey of India to gather materials for the serial. Over 10 writers and 22 historians were brought on board. To show the sweeping history of India from the Indus Valley Civilization to the British Raj, over 144 sets were erected at the film city in Bombay and in charge of the entire task was its production designer Nitish Roy who had even previously worked with John Benegal. In a serial that entailed a sweeping history of a country spanning across several centuries and millennia, it went without saying that detailed research was required to find the right costume for the right era and this responsibility was given to Salim Marish. 12 years back, when I had interviewed Salim Arif, he told me that the biggest challenge he faced in Bharate khoj was that every two episodes, the era, the characters, and the story would change, which didn't leave him much room for improvisation. Later on, Salim Arif went on to provide the costumes for many other historicals like Chanakya and Chandrakanta. Hey, Madirana, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Madirana, yeah, yeah. Sham Benegal also added certain aspects of history which were not dwelt upon in detail by Pandit Nehru. For instance, the Tamil classic Silapadikaram and the reign of Rajaraja Chola. While Jawaharlal Nehru had not thrown much light on these topics, shambhanegal felt that they were an integral part of India's history and had to be included in the narrative. Now, despite being a showcase of India's history, and we all know how contentious history can be, not a single political party raised any objection to the serial. While making the episodes on Shivaji, shambhanegal did have some concerns about its acceptance but far from meeting with any outrage, the portrayal of Shivaji by Nazaruddin Shah won wide appreciation from one and all. Now we one were to talk about the artists of Bharate Koch. It goes without saying that the serial had a galaxy of stars. Some of them were already prominent names and some of the actors were taken from the National School of Drama and Film and Television Institute, Pune. Some of the artists who were associated with Bharat Ikkhoj were Sadashiv Amrapurkar, Meeta Vasisht, Lucky Ali, Anjan Shivastav, Pallavi Joshi, Ila Arun, Irfan Khan, Piyush Mishra, Kulbhushan Kharbanda, Pankaj Berry, Tom Alter, KK Raina, Ravi Jhankal, Ashutosh Gowarikar, Satyadev Dubey, Rakesh Dhar, Virendra Saksena, Salim Ghaos, Anang Desai, Puneet Isar, Surendrapal, Ajit Vachani, Sudhir Dalvi, Amrish Puri, Rajendra Gupta, Halok Nath, Mohan Gokle and Shabana Azmi. But one artist who was attached to the serial from the first episode to the last one, either as a voiceover artist or while portraying a character was Om Puri. Every episode of Bharate Khoj began with the Nasadiya Sukta, which also showed the philosophical depth of Indian civilization. As far as writers were concerned, Pinegal had an incredible team with writers like Atul Tiwari and Shama Zaidi in it. But at the same time, the editing team had some stalwarts too, which included Bela Bhansali and her brother Sanjay Leela Bhansali, who went on to become one of the biggest directors of Hindi cinema. One person whose name stands apart is that of V.K. Murthy, the cinematographer of Bharate Koj. In the 50s and 60s, V.K. Murthy had shot all the films of Gurudat. Do you know that Shambhanegal is actually a cousin of Gurudat? Through the lens of V.K. Murthy, people across the country saw the history of India in their drawing rooms. If Bharat Ek Khoj has been successful in transporting its viewers to a given period of time, credit should also be given to its music director Vanraj Bhatia. Through the 1970s, 80s and 90s, Vanraj Bhatia was a part of several parallel films of India, especially the films of Shyam Benegal. Bharat Ek Khoj contains a rich tapestry of Indian musical traditions, from Carnatic music in the south to Hindustani music in the north, from the folk music of Rajasthan to the Abhangs of Maharashtra, one can find everything in this serial. While Bharate Khoj won laurels from far and wide, some criticisms also came its way. For instance, it's said that Bharate Khoj primarily showcases the leftist view of history. But one can't deny that Bharate Khoj is a monumental work and it has stood the test of time. Benegal also felt that this project would not have been possible without state support, because if one goes for a private channel, then one is also attached to the TRPs. And when that happens, then history has to be kept aside for a moment to cater to public policing elements. Bharate khoj has been broadcast several times on Doordarshan. Last year, a few days before the lockdown, it was also aired on DD Bharati. The episodes of Bharate Coach are also available on YouTube. So that's all from my side about Bharat Coach. I will come back to you with yet another story of this land. Do let me know what you feel about this podcast and the episodes. You can share your views on my website madraswala.com or leave your feedback in the comment section. Till I meet you again, take care and Jai Hind.